Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. You're listening to the Sad Girls Podcast featuring the Emma Vickers, the Ali Shermer, and myself, Jillian Purdy. Get down to brass tacks, ladies. So I'm just going to dive right in here. Um, the other day, there was a full moon, I believe. It Was it uh, Sunday? Oh, yeah, super moon. Super My moon. anxiety was so bad that day. Was it? And I could not figure out why, but then I checked my moon phase app, and lo and behold, something with the moon. So then I felt better. Dude, that is interesting. Okay, so when Pepper had her second seizure, Pepper's my dog. Um, a few months ago in February, I was like up all night, obviously, because I was worried about her. So I was reading about dog seizures and this woman who like fosters a bunch of dogs who have seizures was saying that like they happen on full moons. And I was like, so I looked, (laughs) so I looked, it was a full moon the night she had her seizure. I was like, I mean, like, do you think that 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 was so weird i mean i think she's it's her i think because she's getting older she's just gonna like have seizures but the other thing that freaked me out like if i ever want to get another dog she said that it doesn't matter how good of friends the dogs are how nice you think that dog is when another dog has a seizure their instincts take over and they they don't recognize it and they look at them as a threat and they will try to kill the dog having a seizure i was like that is dark she was like i've seen like the sweetest old dogs like flip a switch as soon as one of the dogs have a seizure i was like dear god so anyway just some uplifting um anecdotes for the day this shit is bananas (laughs) b-a-n-a-n-a-s did you know gwen stefani was um either 32 or 35 when that song came out and that made me feel so much better about myself because i'm like i can still achieve my dreams in my mid-30s yeah and be hot (laughs) yes i did not know that Okay, so let's get into our episode topic. We're going to be discussing teachers that we had in at our time in Catholic school and our very um, interesting experiences with them. So, Allie, if you want to... Growing up um, okay. at this Catholic grade school, I was always kind of known as this goody two-shoes. I would always follow the rules and try to follow all the dress codes and stuff, and all the teachers knew that I was, like, a good student wanted to follow the rules, all that good stuff. So eighth grade rolls around and we have this principal named Mrs. Stoner Boner. She's got this short (laughs) hair. It's pearly white. Her nose is purple. I'm not trying to make fun of some medical condition. I was was literally (laughs) thinking about her nose being purple. Was it like old person purple? Yeah. And she like, I don't even, I remember eighth grade year she came into our classrooms screaming at us and her nose was so purple but then her eyes were like bloodshot but then also really blue and she was yelling at us for keeping trash in the desks and just chewed us out and we were like oh is she having a mental break I don't know so one day in the lunchroom little goody two-shoes me decides to pull a little prank on my friend um, Libya She had a salad in her lunch, so I, being the goofy goober, I took her ranch dressing packet, and she was like, guys, where's my ranch? Where's my ranch? And I was sitting across from her, and I was like, ha-ha, I stole it from you. Here you go. You can have it back. Tossed it to her, maybe two inches in front of me. You know, not really a toss. 
In comes Mrs. Stoner Boner patrolling the entire lunchroom, comes over. Excuse me, Miss Shermer, you need to go to the office. You are trying to start a food fight. I saw that with my own eyes. And I was like, wait, what? No, I wasn't. I promise. And she's like, not another word. Go to the office. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm being sent to the principal's office for the first time in my eight years at that damn school. Nine, yeah. Kindergarten, sorry. So I'm in the office freaking out, like super stressed out because I think that I'm in trouble and I hate being in trouble, you know, and this office lady, Miss McDonald's was like, Miss Shermer, I, you know, I haven't seen you in this office before. What, why are you in here? You know, because I'm a goody two shoes. And I said, well, Miss, yeah, Mrs. Stoner Boner thinks I was trying to start a food fight, but I was just tossing this ranch packet to my friend. (laughs) <laughs> and Mr. McDonald is like, oh, I'm not surprised. We've been getting kids sent into the office for silly stuff like that. So she basically knew that Mrs. Stoner Boner was full of bullshit and sent me to the office for no good reason. And basically, Mrs. Stoner Boner came in. She's like, I don't want to see anything bad until Easter. And I was like, okay. And then I left the office. That is hilarious. And I just wanted to say, when you were describing yourself as like a goody two-shoe, which I have of you in grade school and like how goody two-shoe you were. So, you know, like when you pray, like those people like cross their hands, like interlock their yeah. fingers like this. <laughs> Allie always had her hands no. straight up, like elbows <laughs> out, like perfect prayer hands. Ne- never once did I say That is because my freaking hands. family made us all do that. <sighs> I remember seeing your little brother doing it in church, too. Yes. He always looked so cute when he did it. (laughs) He did look so cute. Okay. So rolling into high school, we had um, a few nuns as teachers, and one of them was Sister Patricia. Now, Sister Patricia had a little tattoo on her ankle, and... I believe Jill has some funny encounters she's had with Sister Patricia. Am I correct? I do. Yes. And I I just remember she taught prayer and spirituality, correct? And I had her for evil and prayer. So Sister Patricia also taught evil in the human heart. But it was funny because we all just referred to it as evil. So it was like Sister Patricia teaches evil like the concept of yeah. evil <laughs> and the other teacher who did yes. it was father jack <laughs> he spent a lot of time watching movies in that class um i remember that and she would always be like by the end of the mod like the end of the class stay tuned and we'd all be like oh my god she's so annoying <laughs> um she low-key talked sexually about jesus back that up I can, she, as she would back it all the way up to the crucifix. So, like, over an hour of either watching a movie or talking about something pointless or Sister Patricia's fantasies of Jesus. One day, she was just, like, weird. One day, she was really stressed out, like, visibly stressed out, was like, okay, class, like, on edge, whatever. And this bitch, Jennifer, um, put in this entire water jug full of water, like a gallon of milk, like that size, 
filled with water. <laughs> she was apparently hydrating for something, which was the, the truth. And um, Sister Patricia called her out and was like, that's a little ridiculous. And Jennifer was like, well, hydrate for cross country or whatever the fuck she did after school. <laughs> Patricia was like, well, if you need to carry around a water bottle that size, like a baby's bottle, then you might need some counseling. Jennifer got so fucking red oh and was like, I have a right to have water. It's in like the school handbook or something, tried to oh, pull right. out some rule. And Sister Patricia was like, yeah, well, it's actually really concerning. We all just take a break and I'm going to go to my desk and we can all just kind of be with our thoughts. And I was like, okay. She went to her desk, filled out a counseling slip to the school counselor, gave them Jennifer's name, <laughs> came back, told Jennifer <laughs> that, don't worry, I gave your oh name to the school counselor. And Jennifer started crying and <laughs> Sister Patricia was like, guys, we're not going to have class today. And just all leave. So didn't she, didn't she bring in water bottles the next oh, day yeah. for everyone or something? She brought in one of those, you know, those mini ice mountain waters? Brought it just in case anybody's thirsty. <laughs> like a clear no, shot at Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone gets thirsty during the movie or during this pointless class. Add for so Jennifer because she was crying. Like she felt he was caught out but also like carried around a gallon of water before like to drink like at, like a festival or whatever yeah. like, that's smart water so like like if someone react if someone told me i needed counseling because i didn't want to go refill my water bottle every time it was empty i would be like <laughs> yeah like that kind of came out of nowhere like she just sister patricia just jumped to conclusions like oh you're I don't know. What was she trying to say? Like, you're stuck in the bottle feeding stage? Oh, I didn't get what- If anything, these <laughs> shits are, like, baby bottles. Yeah, Jill is holding have, up like, the Camelback. The, what are they? Like, Contigo? Mm -hmm. Off-brand Camelback. <laughs> it has a little compartment that you can put fruit in. Oh! This, this is a plug. I'm plugging Contigo in case they ever want to sponsor <laughs> us. Um... It has a little thing that you can put fruit in so you can infuse your water. Oh! Yeah, it's super nifty, but it doesn't hold that much water. But I'm <laughs> plugging the product. I appreciate the product. <laughs> they need to make... But while we're talking about Sister Patricia, yes. I feel like I do want to include... I always had a fondness for her because you would think, like, going to school with, like, nuns as teachers, they would all be, like, really strict. So one day, freshman year, there was, like a bathroom that was connected to like a hallway that was mostly for upperclassmen. And so a lot of freshmen didn't use it. It was like that back one with like the three stalls. Yeah. So I decided to use it one day boldly. And there's someone else in the bathroom with me and I flushed the toilet and I'm wearing my brand new bear paws, by the way, not Uggs. Um, toilet starts to overflow. And it's like, like probably like November. No, I don't know. We hadn't been at Ursuline for that long, like November maybe. So no, Sister Patricia. Like I've never had yeah. to interact with her. She was a nun. Yeah. 
So the toilet starts to overflow. The water's getting on my shoes. I just bust the door open and like, oh shit. And then the person in the other stall comes out and it's sister Patricia. And I'm like, I'm going to get in trouble. And she was like, like saw what happened and was like, oh my gosh. Well, that's worthy of at least the S word, I think. And then she was like, I'll go get the janitor or whoever. So I was like, oh, that was a freebie. You, this yeah. man doesn't care that I cussed. Thanks, girl. And then I proceeded to get in trouble for the rest of the day because I was walking around <laughs> in my socks. <laughs> Actually, to say, Allie, and then oh no, we, this is great. Get back to you. <laughs> but she, we were watching. I think it was senior year in prayer, maybe. And we were watching some movie about this girl having like a religious spiritual experience. She was um, like backpacking yeah. in Europe the El Camino do you remember and they were smoking a joint and she just goes ah smoking a doobie on El Camino (laughs) (laughs) that's all I have to share (laughs) so my teacher in my junior and senior year for wait no I'm sorry I took her class And then my senior year, I had her again. And Mrs. Kit Kat had the biggest nose <laughs> and would talk really nasally like this because she was allergic to everything. And we couldn't use any lotions or hand sanitizers in her classroom because she would immediately smell it and just like have an awful allergic reaction. And then Mrs. Kit Kat goes over to the window, opens it up angrily and goes, okay, I'm smelling a little bit of a fragrance in here. Okay. Just to remind all you guys that I am terribly allergic to those aromas. So if you could please put that away for now. My senior year, the class basically became like, here's a worksheet, work on this for the whole class period. If you get it done, great. If not, it's homework. That like became the class. And so it was really boring. She obviously, Mrs. Kit Kat, like, didn't give a fuck, obviously. And my senior year, if you got an A in the class, you got exempt from the exam. So I currently had an A in the class. So I was, like, really happy. But we had just taken our last test, and I got a B. But there was one question that she marked wrong that I actually got correct. And I was never the kind of student to say something to the teacher or be like, hey, this was wrong, but it was going to turn my test grade to an A. So I just raised my hand. Miss Kit Kat came over and she said, hmm, what is it? And I was <laughs> like, oh, just this number here, you marked it wrong, but I'm pretty sure I got it right. And she kind of cut me off and started rubbing my shoulder. Like, hmm, yeah, but are you still exempt on the final exam? <laughs> yes. And she goes, then let's be quiet about that. Then gave, gave it a little squeeze oh and walked away. You did talk. She, go ahead. Sorry, no. Did she give you the points? Because I still ended up with an A in the class, so no exam. But I was like, still. Yeah, that you were wrong when it you is. graded it. And then she just walked <laughs> away, and I turned to. Um, So I just turned to my friend and her mouth is agape. Obviously, she heard what Mrs. Kit Kat had just kind of what felt like whispered in my ear. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I got to say about Mrs. Kit Kat.
And I guess I just got <laughs> one more story about Mr. N for narcolepsy. If y'all are. <laughs> Uh, I had him junior year physics, sophomore year, junior year physics, yeah, yeah, me too. Um, and he has narcolepsy, which I wasn't trying to laugh about, but sometimes he'd fall asleep like during our tests and stuff when like he didn't have to do anything. And he would drink Mountain Dew like it was his job. That boy always had a green bottle of soda with him. And his hands were shaking from, like, the amount of caffeine that he had. Oh, my God. Constantly. Okay. So we had this group project for physics. And which were always kind of fun. Like, he was a very hands-on teacher. Showed us all these experiments. Um, And so... In our group project, each one of us had to type a paper about our project, our findings, and all that stuff. So one of the groups was a group of, like, three or four girls, super moral, good students, typically got A's, you know, were good students, you know? And they gave, they all turned in the same paper. So they all worked on a paper together and each turned in a copy of the same paper. And Mr. N for narcolepsy gave them all detentions for plagiarizing, even though there was just a simple misunderstanding on the group's part. And he made a huge scene about it and announced it to everybody as like a warning for us not to plagiarize when they weren't even plagiarizing. They just thought that they all could turn in the same thing. That's the tea on Mr. N for narcolepsy. So I was... a normally pretty well for like all of my grade school I was really close with all my teachers because my so my older I have two older sisters they went to this school and we lived super close to it so my mom would be like a parent volunteer all the time and so I was like a toddler I don't know what do you call a three four year old and I would have to like go to school with her so all the teachers like already knew me I would like hang out in the library during all of the <laughs> library classes. So I felt like I got a lot of favoritism throughout my life um, from a lot of teachers. So even though I was close to the teachers, I wasn't like a teacher's pet. They like knew how I was. Like, even as a child, I would like obviously not have done my homework and like scribble down answers <laughs> right before they checked and whatever. And they just let me get away with it because, I mean, I had good grades. Like, like I didn't have to do it. And I would play them. Like, I had the same teacher for second grade as I did for fourth grade. And uh, she loved me. We would just, like, take the class away, like, talking to each other about stuff. And we had these accelerated reader tests where you would read a book yeah. and then, like, get on the computer and take a quiz about it. So there were those, and there were also vocab quizzes. And I know a shitload of words, especially as a fourth grader. I knew a lot of words. And so I would be like, and we could do it like at any point during the day. Like if Mm -hmm. it was like time to work on homework or whatever, like if you were done with your shit, you could take a test. And so I would always sit down at the computer and be like, I think I read this book once, like (laughs) la-di-da. And she'd be like, okay, and also you got candy if you, like, got enough words right. 
I've scored <laughs> eight out of tens on those bitches. No idea about anything in the book. <laughs> wait, wait, she'd give you the answers? No. Oh. She wouldn't give me the answers. She just knew that I didn't read the books and would let me do it anyway. And her son was a little crybaby. We'll call him Adam. So one day, it was in the fourth grade, I want to say, we were doing phonics. And you know how, like, some of the exercises would be making an example sentence using mm-hmm. some type of verbiage or whatever. So I gave an example sentence off the top of my head. And the teacher is like, that is so weird. That's the exact answer in the book. Like, the, like that's the example sentence. And I was like, crazy, cool, whatever. And we had a good laugh about it. So next question, her son raises his hand. And he is clearly thinking hard about what the book said. Like, he needs this to happen to him because I can't be the star. <laughs> Um, and so he raises his hand and says whatever he says, and then asks what the sentence in the book was. And when she says it, he slams his fist down on the table and is like, that's what I was going to say. And his mom is straight up like, no, you weren't. And he started crying and he had to go out in the hall. Oh my God. And he was like that if he ever got an answer wrong, he would cry. And like, and to be fair to him, I like... I don't know. I If I didn't know the answer, I wouldn't raise my hand normally. And the first time I ever got an answer wrong, I was low-key like, <laughs> don't cry. Don't, don't cry. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, that's just one of the many teachers that I encountered. But a few highlights that I want to get at, specifically of being in, like, a Catholic school. Our school was mostly, like, vast majority white kids. There were two... Uh, so my third and fourth grade classes combined for history for some reason or social studies I guess and there were two like light-skinned black girls and my teacher were learning about slavery and she was being so fucking awkward about it like it didn't need to be awkward yeah and she's going on and on and she's like well well Sid and Marissa like could pass for Hawaiian and we were all like that's not the point and there was also a really dark-skinned black in our class who was new that year why is this your first day on planet earth like just talk about slavery you never taught a black child before right like shit something also interesting in my specific school so we when we combined schools with another school, like when I was in fifth grade. So then we had two priests. The one who came from the other school was like, we all hated him. And in actuality, he was in a relationship with our principal, like who was a man. And so we had a gay priest and a gay principal openly at a Catholic school And it was like, everyone knew about it, but like nobody talked about it. Like, and I would try to pry to other faculty and the the principal didn't care at all. Like I asked him what he was doing for Thanksgiving and he was like, Father Raymond's coming over. Like, I'm no good at cooking. He's gonna cook and like, blah, blah, blah. Or no, he wasn't coming over because they lived together. (laughs) So then when I would ask other teachers about it, I would be like what's up with that and they would just be like oh they just get along really well and be like, <laughs> Bert and Ernie, come on so anyway 
Um, in lieu of uh, the having the gay priest and principal, <laughs> we combined schools a third time. Uh, my eighth or a second time, a second time, third school technically. Um, my eighth grade year, and so I got off on the wrong fucking foot with my eighth grade teacher, Miss Showers. She first day of school calls me out for wearing makeup. And I just deny, deny, deny. I was like, I don't know. I had on some eyeliner yesterday. I guess it just didn't come out all the way. Like, she didn't know how to respond to that. I don't know if anybody had ever protested something like that. <laughs> I'll make it for the rest of the year and she didn't say anything. And we ended up getting along really well because I'm an interesting student during <laughs> class. Um, turn one day, like, loves everyone no matter what. Why is it not okay to be gay? Which she was like, think that it's necessarily wrong to be gay. Um, I just think that it's wrong to act on those feelings. For example, like if I'm with my husband, I can look at another man and feel like he's attracted or attractive and be attracted to him, but I can't act on those feelings. And I was like, you get to, but you still have your husband you next mean? to you that you can act on. Gay people just get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what? How? I don't. I don't know about that. Really weird that like teachers would call you out for like makeup and stuff when you're like going through puberty and like you're yeah, everyone's so awkward. And like, why would you embarrass yeah. someone like that? I was obviously I was like one of the only girls who had acne, and so I was like. I'm trying to look natural, okay? Sorry about the mascara. <laughs> I just need some definition around my eyes. We're under fluorescence. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Showers, she was like a shit talker. Not a shit talker, but like we would talk about students behind their backs. Like there were three separate buses and they all arrived at different times. So like my bus got there first and then it was like 20 minutes or so until the next bus and then like 10 minutes before the last bus my bus got there or even the second bus depending on like who we were talking about she would look class meeting and literally be like this is about such and such and if they this person walks into the room I'm going to stop what I'm saying and we will all resume what we were doing and act like we weren't talking about them and then would address like whatever issue was happening and one time it was about bullying the autistic kid and the entire class except him because he lived right next to the school so he would just walk and that, yeah, that was a little fucked up to me. They never yelled at me for cheating um, in my life, apparently. <laughs> um, but one time during, <laughs> I had social studies in seventh grade with uh, this bitch. Oh my God, I hated her. Marion, that's just what I'm going to call her. It is her name and I don't <laughs> care. She was, she loved all the popular kids and would like joke around with them like to the point of disruption entirely. She did not know how to read. If we were reading a book, like if she would be reading to the class, I would always read ahead and I would literally know what words, like if I came across a word that I didn't know how to say, I'd be like, she's gonna lose her place and then skip over the word every time. <laughs> so anyway, when we would take tests, she would not pay a speck of attention. And I hated social studies. And I, like, you have to study, like, it just is not my vibe. Like, I don't care. It's their business. Leave it to them. <laughs> um, so we had this, I don't even know. I have no idea what the test was even on. But I was like, this test is a packet. 
and my notes are just a pile of paper. So I'm just going to put my notes on my desk <laughs> and act like they're part of the test and flip through them. And when we took tests, we would move our desks into like a U shape so mm. that people couldn't cheat as easy. So everyone, I'm rifling through 18 different papers. The test is like five pages long. <laughs> Every single student knows that I'm cheating. Teacher has no idea. <laughs> Stupid girl, chicken coop was the nickname that I gave her uh, in a previous year of schooling. Um, ratted me out, went up to her right after class. And then it was like all of our teachers just sat us down and lectured us about cheating. And it was so pointed though. They would be like, we've heard rumors and we don't have any proof, but it's not always the people you would think like staring directly at me. And I was like, do you don't have any proof? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, along. Let's get into, oh, I got caught cheating on my simple solutions in eighth grade too. Uh, Cause my boyfriend at the time he was like a really good, he was like an Ali Shermer type. Like he mm -hmm. was such a goody two shoes. His parents were super strict. He never wanted to break any fucking rules. And we had these uh, simple solutions, which were four pages of math problems that we had all week to complete at our leisure. Everybody waited until the night before to do them. Or if you forgot, you would copy someone else's in homeroom. This poor boy, he's like, shit, it's Friday. I forgot to do my simple solutions. He's panicking. I'm like, copy mine. Boy's never cheated in his life before. He is mm -hmm. like, obviously has my book <laughs> on top of his. So when we're <laughs> leaving for church, like for mass that day, Miss Showers is like, Jill and Sam, you need to like come back here. Oh, the rest of the class went to graduation practice. We had, and she was like, come back here. I need to have a discussion with you both. I was like, fuck, she knows. <laughs> so we get up there and she's like, I know that you were cheating on your simple solutions. And I was like, look, mm, I had to give him my answers. You know, he didn't mean to forget, like he's never done this before. And you know that Tony Demario would have given me shit on the playground if I didn't give him the answers. And she was like, fine, Jill, Sam, you have to have detention. Jill, you can just have a demerit. And I was like, but if I get another demerit, then I get a detention. <laughs> and so I didn't get a demerit. <laughs> okay, so let's get into high school with, okay, highlight of my high school. <laughs> the funniest lady would be Frau Jane. Uh, yes. <laughs> Love her to death. Fantastic woman. She was hysterical. She was my German teacher and our German class was super small. I think there were eight girls. So we really got to know each other. Um, and she was the cutest thing. She would, if you made up a, like a fancy sentence, she would describe it as sexy. <laughs> Um, she did not give a fuck about rated R movies. There was some, I can't remember what it was, but she really wanted us to watch it. And it was rated R for nudity. And she was like, I'm not going to send a permission slip home for this because it's just for nudity. And I just don't understand that the sexualization of the human body is ridiculous. Oh, and I was like, yeah, go girl. But also what if we get in yeah. trouble? Yeah. Um, did she like was anyone like uncomfortable with watching it no not at all I mean that we she also would have like the way that she went about it we would have felt really bad and immature if we were not okay with it gotcha 
also so I went to Germany as like a exchange student and she abandoned us in the airport uh, myself and two other girls she just let the elevator door uh, elevator I don't know what it was it had to have been an elevator I don't know how airports work and that's why this was so stressful but we were late for our connecting flight we're sprinting through this airport she just lets the shit shut and then like doesn't try to get a hold of us doesn't try to come back for us luckily one of the girls there traveled a lot so she like knew where we had to get to and then we show up to the terminal fucking sweating hairs flying everywhere freaking out everybody is chilling on the ground our flight got delayed and no one tried to contact us no one we thought they were halfway back to ohio she also abandoned my sister in berlin they were taking the subway somewhere and they like either got off at the wrong thing or like she let the doors close again mm-hmm. uh, and she told them if you like if you get separated just g- get off at the next stop and we'll find you and so that's what they did and i don't really know how they got back to the group but frown never came to find them <laughs> what the fuck you can't leave high schoolers in She Europe? is a lovely woman with a lot of trust in our abilities, as well as she should have. Emma, I love that. A kind of. I would have, <laughs> I would have had a mess. Emma, you down. can't leave high schoolers in Europe? <laughs> you can't. Who get fucking pickpocketed or sex trafficked? I mean, we were in Germany. I mean, it could happen. I don't know. I, don't know. I felt safe there at night because there's uh, no one with guns running around. Oh. For real. Dude, when we got off. Like in America. Paris, I, I was such an idiot. We flew. For, it was like a nine hour flight or whatever. And we're in the airport and the airport's like closed. And I think we're waiting for like our oh ride. Sorry, sorry. No, you're fine. But I, so like I am facing the doors outside and the group is like facing me just like the way I'm standing and it's so early, and I st- and I still feel so bad about this. And I stupidly go, "Why is there a man with a gun?" It was a military man with like a huge fucking rifle. But I scared all these girls because I just go, "Why is there a man oh with a gun?" No context. Like in my head, I'm like, "Why is there a military man here with a gun?" But I didn't say right. that out loud, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Because it was uh, only a few weeks after that terrorist attack on the newspaper mm-hmm. place in france but anyway go ahead <laughs> um okay i forgot a key point from grade school i even i won't even name her but i had her in the seventh grade and she was really old she was probably like 73 and was slipping quickly into senility is what i <laughs> will say about it but it became a trend for some reason for people to break like the pencils against their foreheads <laughs> and snap it and so like all the boys were doing that one day and she lost her goddamn mind she snatches this broken pencil in front of the entire class and she's like do you know that in africa school tuition is just one pencil and you think that it's just okay to toss them around like they're trash i mean what a waste of human life (laughs) dead ass Oh, and she freaked out on me one day. So I had made, I like loved our principal, the gay one. He was a really chill dude. So I made, him, I made him this huge birthday card. And then I forgot it at my house. 
And so I realize in homeroom that I forgot it. I go to the bathroom with my cell phone, call my mom to bring it because we live like two seconds away. I leave during homeroom to go down to the office to get it. Like I didn't, I might've walked out of the school. But either way, I was running to my mom's car to grab a birthday card yeah. for the principal. Like it's fine. And homeroom hadn't even started yet. So when I get back to class, she is like, where on earth were you? If you weren't here for attendance. And I was like, oh my God, it's like just now 745. Like, and she was like, you were in here and then you were gone. And once you were in that this classroom, you are my responsibility. And you like, you have to tell me where you are. I have to give you permission or something. And I was like, bro, like the office knew where I was. Yeah. Like, calm the fuck down. Oh my <laughs> okay. Another thing about... <laughs> So Emma has a really tragic story with this woman too. Blue cat. She was like our athletic director and just, a, she was a weird lady. Allie, do you want to talk about her? Oh yeah, of course. Quick? So <laughs> I played basketball and she's, you know, if she had to pick a favorite sport, it was basketball. So she's all about her basketball players and would peek in over this balcony that would um, you could see like the entire gym. And sometimes I would go in there and shoot if I had mods free at the end of the day and we had like a game and she'd peek over the balcony and she was brushing her teeth one day. She's trying to talk to me. She already talks with a lot of saliva in her mouth. So as she's trying to talk to me with all this toothpaste as well, she's like, oh, hey, Sherm. And, you know, asking me about the game tonight. <laughs> You're ready for the game tonight? And I was like, are you brushing your teeth? And she was like, yep. <laughs> and just gulped down. Everything that was in her mouth took a big ass gulp. And she was just like, yeah, I just do it whenever I can. I keep my toothbrush here. And I was like, okay. And then saw her later that night at the game. And she... <laughs> I saw her. I was like, what's up, blue cat? How you doing? How you feeling after swallowing all that toothpaste? <laughs> she was like, oh my gosh, I was throwing up afterwards. I've been puking for hours. And I was like, okay, oh I, this bitch. <laughs> all right. Yep. There's blue cat for you. I was working on, it wasn't even for my class. My friend had a like video class or something. And we were supposed to be making a music video. And my character was like a dancer person thing. And so I was going to be wearing like sweatpants and a cutoff. And obviously like, like a long open mm -hmm. cutoff. And obviously I had a sports bra on. Yeah. So, and I changed, there was no one around, but I changed like in the area that's out, like the concession area outside the gym, mm -hmm. which there was, there was no one there. There was yeah. nothing going on, but I guess, and I even changed, like, I didn't take my one shirt all the way off. I like put the shirt on and took my shirt off. Um, I might've been in like just spandex for a <laughs> second or something, but nothing too crazy. So once I'm like in my costume, she comes like bursts out and is like, do you think that this is it, like, it's okay for you to change out here and be like, you barely have a <laughs> shirt on blah, 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 blah. And I was like, boys school this would not yeah be a they wouldn't have said shit like really irked me also i guess the nepotism of mrs brown allowing 
Emily to keep her nasal spray with her all the time <laughs> because Emily was literally addicted <laughs> to the nasal spray. Like, you're not allowed to have ibuprofen with you. Like, if you get your wisdom teeth out, you can't have your freaking Percocet with you. Because what if you get addicted? Well, she was addicted to the nasal spray. <laughs> I, I, last teacher that I forgot to mention. Didn't name her. I'll call her Miss Anatomy. <laughs> um, first of all, she, okay, she was super nice. And I really did like her, like, as a person and she was she was a good teacher but I also liked the class a lot but she was such a timid yes. pushover she first off studied soil science in college and so once I found that out I was like mm, you don't know any more than I know about this stuff lady <laughs> um and she was like really chill I like kind of admitted to her that I smoke weed that like subtly and we like had a laugh about it um but one day she, and I, I felt bad too, because I would always text in her class. I would sit in the very front row <laughs> and blatantly text and she would never say anything. Um, but one day, so when you chose like to take an honors course or like the CP course, you were given a syllabus of like what all was going to be expected from you. So you knew the difference in level of difficulty. And I would have taken honors anatomy because I really was interested in it, but I took CP because the of the, the only reason was that on the vocab quiz I remember and if I have a word bank I'm good to go but if I have to draw that shit out of my own brain I have no idea so she tries to give us she gives us a vocab quiz that doesn't have a word bank and I lost my mind I was like um the whole reason that I took CP is because we are supposed to have a word bank like it's in the syllabus it's in the rubric for this class if we don't get a word bank, a retake and a word bank, I will raise hell. So Did you we, say that? Yes. I love you. We got a retake and a word bank. <laughs> That's amazing. Jill, that I distinctly incredible. remember you saying that you took CP because of the word bank. That is true. Yes. So the first story I want to talk about was in sixth grade. Our grade was extremely awkward. Like, Everyone else I knew who went to, like, other schools, like, their grades started, like, dating and, like, they'd hang out, like, boys and girls. No, no, no. Our grade was so awkward. Like, all the guys just were kind of, like, really mean to the girls, made fun of them a lot, whatever. This girl, Raquel, came in and she was tan. She was pretty. She had boobs. Um and immediately all the guys were like in love with her actually I, I wasn't planning on saying this but I invited her to my birthday party and there was like four of us we we're having a sleepover and she's dating one of the guys and he's trying to break up with her over text she spends the whole night crying in the bathroom and like the next week at school the guy shows me the text messages and it's like please don't break up with me like I love you so oh much God. we're in six great i am so guilty <laughs> of i am so guilty of that oh who man. is she dating in grade school listens to this and comes forward with how <laughs> i fucking acted because i was like worse than that oh my god emma gosh, who crazy. was she dating okay, so basically i she talked a lot of shit and like really stirred the pot and it would get around and basically we we're all kind of like done with her and this one girl wrote a note for whatever reason, explaining like all the drama. It was like a full page front and back and she passed it to this guy in class. And 
Um, we'll call this teacher mosquito bite. Oh my god! Because her tits were so small. <laughs> No, That's she so did. Mean, I'm sorry. So Can I say said. one thing about that? I it. Okay, I I yes. accept it. Whatever. She would wear the dresses with no bra and like just the little yeah. like cloth, just enough to cover those mosquito bites, girl. And then, it looked like yes, was, like, a girl it looked no. really oh, yeah, like prepubescent. Okay, keep going. Yeah, it was very uptight and annoying. And she confiscated the note. And I was also really uptight. And I like went to blow my nose and I saw the note sitting on her desk and I had never done anything bold before. And I stood there so long and I was like, should I just toss it in the toss it in the trash? But I didn't I chickened out. So what happened was so at the beginning of the year, they had threatened us. They said that, like, if you ever wrote, like, love notes, any type of note, it will be confiscated and it will be read to all the sixth grade homerooms, which is, like, so fucked up. And they said they'll name names, whatever. I was in the same homeroom as Raquel, so we didn't get the note read to us. But the other two homerooms, they read this full note front and back explaining all this drama with, like, this this guy one and guy two and Raquel and what she said about oh girl God. one, two, and three everyone was talking about it so fucking dramatic Raquel is a piece of work and then okay then (laughs) and then in seventh grade Mrs. Frizzle the science teacher this isn't so much a story about like her (laughs) but it's more about like how weird Catholic school was so she had a daughter but I believe Ali correct me if I'm wrong she had out of wedlock so, and then she got married after the fact. So I think to cover up the timeline, Agreed. she called her. Yeah, niece. I think she correct? said one time she yeah, was like so, 16 or, but I mean, it doesn't really matter. She was really young. Yeah, by an older brother, but like other people didn't, weren't going to connect the timeline. So weird that like the school had to force her, like she couldn't even talk about her daughter. She had to say my oh emma i never thought about that like the school probably told her to say that oh yeah i hunt like child you're not gonna be like wait a second her daughter's three and two years exactly like and that was like i don't even think i think we like never found out but okay and then the other thing about our grade school um that one of our teachers we did not get to have him I believe both of our older siblings did Allie um James Rutherford if you want to google that name to catch a predator (laughs) um one of our sixth grade teachers who was married he was I think he was in his like late 20s early 30s um he was messaging like 14 year old girls online went to meet up with one to have sex and it was a sting operation obviously because he was on to catch a predator and i definitely saw him at church and one time on a weekend like at smoy i was like you have some serious issues if you have the balls to show up to a church that you used to teach at when you are i just want to say i watched the episode on him and when he's going through the whole process of like getting arrested and they're like do you have any of those I don't know how they say it, outstanding marks on your body, like piercings, tattoos. And he's like, um, mm-hmm. his tongue is pierced. And yeah, his tongue was pierced. What? And he said, yeah, I have one tattoo. And he got really quiet and they're like, okay, where is it? What is it? And he's like, it's a, it's a baby Grim Reaper. And it's, it's on my back. What? <laughs> 
that's so funny. I've never watched the episode. That is hilarious. That's so weird. I need to watch it because my mom never let me, and then I just forgot about it until now. I need to watch that. that I know. So and he mentions it like I teach so at a weird. Catholic grade school, and Chris Hansen's like, "What grade do you teach?" And he said sixth grade. And he was like, so you're oh pursuing girls the same age as your students? I think I've seen this episode. I've seen a lot of To Catch a Fire. Yeah. Sometimes I just binge watch it. I mean, I'm sure there's been multiple teachers on there, obviously. Yeah. But this sounds very familiar. And I also was like, that sounds like a famous person. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a famous person name. That is like, it is so disturbing that he was pursuing girls the same age that he taught. Yeah. I don't know nuts catholic school is so fun okay i think oh and then i have one last thing about grade school <laughs> i really hope you remember <laughs> this Allie. <laughs> so in eighth grade we had a teacher we'll call her uh mrs goldie <laughs> <laughs> so um she she was very very nice um she taught english her class was a little slow she didn't have like a ton of personality and one of the boys wrote in the desk you know like the how would you just like the desk they're like the yeah. plastic black and then the um whatever like, top the, the desk with a cup like yeah like a cubby, a cubby. yes yeah. yes so someone wrote I think in like permanent marker or something because it was stuck or they must have carved it I don't know but it said Mrs. Goldie's class is a snore desk <laughs> and burn right and mrs stoner boner like mrs goldie must have told mrs stoner boner the principal about it um or whoever was the principal at that time and then we had to she came and talked to us and she kept saying mrs goldie is a snore fest while mrs goldie is standing right there she's calling us all out for whoever wrote it and then we had to turn our desks around and we weren't allowed to use them as like a <laughs> they were like oh we'll show you um oh my god wait we had to do that too because we got in trouble for leaving shit in there and like the exact same thing <laughs> Carving shit, writing like yes, breaking your crayon down in the little thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like we all needed fidget spinners. Like, <laughs> um, I used to carve into the wax of the church pews oh <laughs> all the time. <laughs> okay, oh. I think that's all I have to say about Gold Emma. Could I just piggyback yeah. off of you with Mrs. Goldie? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Do you guys remember the book Three Cups of Tea? Like, by yes, Greg Mortensen, this white guy that went. Like yes, I remember I know exactly what you're talking about, but I also have. No um, I, I forget where story. he went, but he traveled to like a third world country and started making schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff, and then yes, yes. so we had to read that book in our class, and I mean, I didn't read it. I never read like this stuff. I just looked up, you know spark notes and she was all about him got all these posters up and stuff and then christmas break rolls around greg mortensen gets arrested because he was lying um, like book yes, <laughs> and so yes. when we get back from break like all the posters have been taken down all like everything about the book that she had hanging up in the room was gone and she just was so, like, emotional about it. And she's like, I just, I tore down all the posters. I took all the books out. I took his book off the summer reading list. I'm, I'm not going to make my students read a book of lies. I'm not going to do it. 
And we were all like, no, he really did that. He lied in his book. What? And people did not give a fuck, but it was just so funny. She was so like torn up about it. And it was also funny because she just like didn't show that much emotion ever. Like she, she was, was like so, fired up. Just like monotonous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. So to high school, we are going to discuss. No, I'll discuss my um, Mrs. Liz story my bio teacher from freshman year so my papa died like the week before final exam week freshman year so I was gonna miss like like the whole week all the exam prep whatever so I sent an email out to all my teachers like whatever and then I was gonna go talk to them again in class so I'm in bio and I'm like we're working on work and I'm pretty sure I was sitting next to you Jill <laughs> and um because I think we sat next to get sat yeah, next to did. each other in that class but I'm waiting to go up to talk to her and this girl Kaylee beats me to it so she so Kaylee so Kaylee goes and talks to Mrs. Liz first and um what I had heard Kaylee say before she walked up was she was like oh shit like I forgot to do like this assignment or whatever it was. I'm going to be turning in it late. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm just going to go tell Mrs. Liz that like my grandpa is sick. And I think maybe her grandpa like was sick, but it was like, he had been sick for yes. a while. It was, it was not like, an not emergency. Yeah. yeah. Not so irrelevant. So she like Mrs. Liz, like, I think like gives her a hug or like grabs her hands, you know, like consoling her. And it's like, it's okay. Whatever. Okay, so then I go up to Mrs. Liz and I'm like, hey, like, I'm not going to be here. Um, I emailed you. My papa died. And I don't, she must have not even been, like, listening because she goes, did you email me earlier? Did I, like, have you let me know all this already? And she was getting, like, so mad at me for, like, acting like I was going on, like, a trip or something at the last minute and it wasn't someone dying um so then I think she was like okay we'll talk about this like after class so then I go but she was like so mean compared to how she treated Kaylee and then after class I went up to her again and she was much nicer so she like she must have realized but I feel like stuff like that happened all the time like um in math class with uh Mrs. M who I actually really liked um but, like, whenever, like, the popular girls would goof off and talk, she would joke with them. But whenever it was, like, us with, like, sitting with, like, mm -hmm. Megan and whoever else, like, we would all get in trouble. Um, no. I think my last story is just about um, Blue Cat. And then, okay, so I didn't really have much interaction with her. But she was always, I, I feel like, I really don't like her. And I feel like she just walked around the hallways looking. Yes. For people to yell at. Yep. What were you going to say? That she's a disconcerting presence because yes. she is absolutely always on the prowl. Hey, like, she, talk about a power trip. She was on a power trip constantly <laughs> for no fucking reason. You're the athletic director. Relax. You're Sorry. not a teacher. We're not certain yeah. you're on the payroll. Like, I do not like you. <laughs> so, senior year, I am like, as I, most of us were, hella depressed, super fucking done with high school. Like, everything pisses me off. Everyone pisses me off. I'm always late. And you know what? Even if I'm late, it shouldn't fucking matter because there should be enough parking spots for the students because where else are you supposed to park? Yep. The teachers always had extra spots. So I get there late. Um, 
I'm not even like that late. Like school hasn't started yet. I park in a teacher spot. They're not like fucking labeled. I need to stop cussing. They're not labeled. We're in church that day. Um, someone comes and gets me and is like, hey, like you need to go move your car. I'm like, oh crap. Okay. So I go get my keys. I go to my car and Blue Cat is waiting outside for me. And she just starts screaming at me. She's like, what were you thinking? Why do you think it's okay to park in a teacher spot? Like, why do you think this is okay? You can just like park wherever you want, just going on and on. And I go, at first I'm nice. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I couldn't find anywhere to park. Doesn't matter. Keeps yelling at me. She's like, I should give you a demerit. Like what she asked me probably 15 times. Why did you think it was okay to park in a teacher's spot? Like, shut the fuck up. Also, was Blue Cat late? Exactly. Good point. Because she wasn't in her parking spot. Yeah. Sucked my ass. So finally, I'm like, and I really was not a defiant person. Like, I was a little outspoken, but I was also pretty goody two-shoe. She is just going on and on. And I'm like, finally, I'm like, you know what? Give me a demerit. I don't care. I don't know what else to tell you. Sorry. I get in my car. I slam the door and I like rev my engine and speed off. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. But then I just, the whole time during mass, like whenever I get angry, I sob. I just sob the entire mass. I was like, I am so done with this. Lord, hear our prayer. I despise Blue Cat to this day. I do not like her at all. Anyway, those are all the stories I have regarding teachers. And that's on the blood of Christ. Hashtag free Britney. (laughs) Hashtag free Britney.